Yeah, you know you can't be mad at it. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is a special episode. Yes, we have our first guest. Our first guest. So, Liana's here. Liana's one of my friends, and she is a licensed therapist. Mm -hmm. And she's here. To take care of me. (laughs) (laughs) She's here to psychoanalyze Natalie, because God knows she needs it. Oh, God. Liana, welcome. Thank Thanks. you for being yes, here. Yes, thanks for coming. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited for this. And you have your own podcast. Yes, I do. It's called Let's Be Honest, where mm-hmm. I talk about, as a licensed therapist, talk about pop culture and listener questions. So it's a little bit of both. I love that. I listen yeah. to it. It's very good. It's oh, very... So um, to me, yes. I saw one of the, or listened to one of the episodes, which is the basis for this episode that we're doing. And we will get into that. It's a good one. It's a, good it's a one. juicy topic that we all can relate to. Oh, but yeah. first, we're going to make a drink. As we do. As we do. <laughs> so we're going to do a mocktail today because everybody needs a break once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I had a very eventful weekend with a lot of drinking, so I needed a, a moment. My liver got beat up from all the day and NyQuil that I took. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so yeah, you, need to, take, you need to take it easy anyway. <laughs> Okay. So we're making a spicy Paloma mocktail. Ooh, virgin. Yep. A virgin Paloma. Yep. So for this drink, you are going to need grapefruit juice, agave, lime, and then you could just leave it at that. So a little bit of seltzer, but I'm going to add some jalapenos because I want to give this a little bit of a kick, if you will. I might opt out of the jalapeno. Well, I'm making them all together, Natalie, <laughs> so you have Shit. to. Okay, okay. A little bit I of spice. I hope it's not too too many seeds in there. The seeds no. are what make it spicy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a, t- a tiny all bit. Right, I'll put I, a, a you little bit pussy. in. You don't like spicy things? No. Really? Like, Why that. did I pin you down of someone who likes spicy things? I want to. I always like try to like something spicy, but then I start sweating. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're that bad? What about you, Liana? Same thing? I like spicy, but okay. if it's like too hot to eat or drink, yeah. it's like not even fun for me. When so. you don't have the flavor anymore. Yes. When it's just the heat and that's all you, it's the pain and there's no yeah, flavor. Yeah, it's not okay. enjoyable anymore. I wish I liked spicy more. See, I love spicy but I just... things. Like I'll eat something and go, <sighs> Oof, yeah, and it... love it and want more of it. It's addicting. I feel like all of my friends are into spicy. So I like are try they? to like, yeah, we're getting hot wings. Okay. And then I'm like, fuck. Great. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. All right. So just a little kick. I'll only put one sliver of jalapeno all right. in there. I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but. Can you grab me the muddler, please? I sure can. All right. All right. So you're going to start by muddling your uh, jalapeno in the agave and the lime juice. So it's two ounces of agave. One, two, three. Oh, okay. <laughs> Liana, can you tell we don't rehearse any of this? I love it, though. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. All right. I think that should be enough. Muddle your jalapeno. Oh, this is very agave. You could throw another jalapeno in. Yeah? Ooh. Yeah, because I feel like okay. that that would really, like, simmer out. Okay. The spice. I thought it was just going to be a little splash of splash agave. Splash of agave? No, this is a I lot of nervous. agave. Because there's no alcohol in this, so. Gotta make it fun somehow. Gotta make it fun somehow. So for one drink, it's one whole lime squeezed. So I already measured out three. Um, Look at you. Three limes, just so we could pour it all in there. I love some fresh It's a lot lime. of lime juice. All right. 
two ounces also of grapefruit juice. Mm. One, two, three, four, the whole rest. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. I think that one is, this is two and that's one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then some good old-fashioned. Good old-fashioned. Bubbles. Bubbles. Right. Well, we're going to shake this first. Gently, because there's a lot of liquid in here. All right. And then strain it over fresh ice. You can double strain it if you don't want the seeds, like if you really don't want the seeds, but. Pretty. All right. And top it off with some seltzer. Love seltzer. Ooh. <laughs> it's real bubbly today. Real bubbly. This is a pretty drink. Yeah. It's good. It's giving like Beverly Hills housewife oh, vibes. Yes. Right? Do you watch Beverly Hills? <laughs> no. Uh, no, but, but I, I feel do. like someone would be sitting by the pool yes. drinking this. I'm just going to top you off with a Oh, how pretty. I love the garnish. No seeds for you, Natalie. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're too good to me. All right. Beautiful. And here are our mocktail. Wow. Spicy. Ooh, this looks nice. I'm very excited. I've never had one before. Cheers. 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 Thanks for being on, Liana. Thanks for having me. That's Ooh, good. Wow. That's good. That is really good. I never know how I'm going to feel with the spicy, but... Very good. Yeah, no. I feel like it's very subtle. Yes. Yeah, it has if like anything, the really. flavor, but not mm -hmm. the spice. Yeah. So, so there's a good. lot of, like I said, agave in here and a lot of grapefruit juice. Should you be making an alcoholic um, version, you'd probably just use that and then substitute those amounts for usually like a reposado tequila is what you would use in a Paloma over like a silver mm -hmm. or something like that. So yeah. That's good. Right, cool. Yeah, very good. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Yes. Welcome. So what are we talking about today? Infidelity. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. What was that? Infidelity. Mm -hmm. uh. Take a deep <laughs> breath, Natalie. Uh -oh. Trigger. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. Well, infidelity, I feel like, is something that's just so relatable. Like, whether you're on any end of it. Even if you've experienced it to, like, the full extent or, like, a little bit of it, I feel like it's something everybody has an opinion on. Right. Everybody has a story about. And there's a lot of different types, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to get into all the different types. I'm hyped. Because I didn't know this. When I had first seen it on, on Leon on your podcast, mm -hmm. I was like, I was telling Natalie about it. And I was like, there's like seven different types. Right. And then I went on and I was like, oh, wait. There's 11. Yeah. 11. Why is there so yeah. many? Yeah. 11 yeah. different types. So. All right. Let's get into it. I have a little cheat it. sheet because, you Yeah. Know. Perfect. We love it. So there are those who are avoiding conflict about or the intimacy involved in discussing what they want sexually. So if, let's say, two people aren't going to be talking about what they want sexually, and okay. let's say they avoid the, the conversation, those who have a one-time affair based on being under the influence of drugs or alcohol, we hear those all mm -hmm. the time. So these are two different types. Two so different the first types. one is you cheat because you don't please. speak about what you want from the person. Right. Okay. I feel like that's – you've definitely heard that before. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
it the spark died out or whatever mm-hmm. and, and then feel the second... we were talking about it so you yeah. just go and look for that oh sorry right yeah somewhere else yeah Ugh. i mean that's always important i feel like to be honest and open about what you want from your partner it says sexually that's the first one you don't talk about what you want sexually or just needs in general i kind of see well, i think intimacy sexually yes but intimacy also emotionally oh right okay yeah. okay yeah. this is how easy it is in, is it now to go hop on an app when their needs aren't yeah. being met right it's yeah. almost right. like it's too easy yeah it's too easy right right okay and then the second one is being under the influence yes and it's like a one-time thing okay. right we've heard that oh i was so fucked up yeah um and oh, that gets so it gets so difficult yeah, yeah. what is your feeling on that it's case dependent, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, case by case basis. I mean, if I was the partner that got cheated on, I know for me, I would not, I'd be scared to have them go out. But then right. I don't want to control yeah. my partner. Yeah. So do I want to, again, it goes into like a commitment of working on the relationship. Do I want to commit to working on this and increasing my trust again? Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's a possible thing to have it be, a one time somebody goes out and gets too drunk and cheats and it doesn't repeat itself in the relationship. Oh yeah, completely. I think so for sure. I think that both partners have to be honest about the process of regaining the trust, meaning like the person who did cheat has to be really honest and patient for the other partner to re- kind of gain that trust again for them. Yeah. Um, that we can't kind of write it off and be like, well, it was a one time thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was just fucked up. It's like, but it still happened. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, I don't even use that as part of the equation. Like, it mm-hmm. still happens. Right, right. And there's always, I feel like, another reason, another issue. Yes. Right? That happens. This mm-hmm. isn't just, you go out, you drink all the time. Right. So mm-hmm. why was this time different? Exactly. Yeah. Everyone goes out and drinks and gets fucked yeah. up. Not right. everyone, but you know what I mean. But not everyone yeah. cheats. Right. right. Okay, fair. Right. Okay, so what's our third one? So our next one is if a lot of times, so we see this with narcissistic personality disorder or a few other personality disorders where they almost do it as a way to score or mm. they almost, a lot oh. of times we'll see it in like sexual addiction. Okay. Where it's like a game and they don't even have that empathy to understand like this is not what you do in a relationship, oh, a monogamous right. relationship. That's yeah. a tough one. To that's ex- a tough that's one. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really hard pill to swallow. Ooh. How are you in a relationship with that person? Yeah. Just... Well, you probably overlooked a lot of red flags. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <Now> we <laughs> that's a whole gone. other topic yeah. now. Shit. Yeah, we're too far gone. Now yeah. we're not too far gone, but... We've probably undergone a lot of manipulation, a lot of gaslighting. Right, right. So people who want to like another notch in their belt, like it's that narcissistic just yes. to prove to themselves that they can do it and they do it. Yes. Right. And lacking the empathy. Mm-hmm. Right. For to the understand. Other hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, this is a good one. So the next one is let's say if. And I see this a lot with like younger, not just younger, but a lot of times with like younger clients I work with, where if let's say one partner cheats, it's now, well, I deserve to do it back. And it becomes this like, you know, I can't think of the word, but kind of like this payback. Right. For the other person cheating. Revenge. Revenge, yeah. Yeah. Revenge cheating. Revenge cheating. Uh, I don't think I have that in me. You know? Yeah, no. No. It's just not worth it at that point, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. And then what kind of mess of a relationship is that? Once the first Ugh. person cheats, now so things are already muddy and messy, but then you go do it too. And yeah. now you've just broken down both walls of trust. And now you're in rubble. Where, yeah. do, you, where do you go from now there? what? Right. Now what? Right. Why are you even in this relationship anymore? Yeah. Right. Right. Huh. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. 
a lot of times. So I've seen this a lot with friends too, um, where let's say one person wants out of the relationship and they don't know how to get out of it. Oh. And they purposefully go and do something with someone else almost to purposefully get caught. Oh. Or not even if they purposefully get caught, but it's like... They're checked out. They're checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like they may not know how to end the relationship, so they kind of like do that to see if maybe that will end the relationship. Or yeah. because they're just so checked, it, checked out that it's like... It's That'll fuck you up even more. Though, yeah, that's yeah. like... I like it's definitely hard I feel like to end relationships especially if you care about the person and you feel bad and you mm-hmm. have to you have to go you have to end it but it's hard to like say those words and do that to the person cuz you don't want to hurt them right but that do but to cheat then on top of that to like yeah. because you're so checked out or to get caught I feel like it's just like so many more layers of like mm-hmm. uncomfortableness you could have avoided if you had just right. said like this is how I feel and like this is what I want and don't want anymore I don't know if this would be a separate one. I don't know if I'm going to jump ahead, but I feel like sometimes people cheat because they think that they're checked out or they think that there might be something out better. there that's better. And then they're like, oh, mm. wait, no, that didn't do it for me. Like, let me let me just test the waters a little bit. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, fuck, no. Why did I do that? What did I, I just thing. watched something recently. I, th- I literally think it was this morning, and I think it was uh, Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom. Yeah. I follow her Instagram. Yeah. She posted <laughs> something about it. I, I believe it was her. And it was like the 90-10 rule or like the 80-20 rule or something like that. And like you're with someone and they have 80 or 90% of the things that you're looking for in, mm-hmm. in a person, right? And then, but they don't have that 10% or yeah. 20%. And then you meet somebody randomly somewhere and they have that mm-hmm. little bit. So you leave that person, you cheat with that person, you move on to that person, but then you realize that person only oh had the yeah. 10-20% and is missing everything else. Yeah. So that's why they always come back. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. true. Come back. Aww. Aww. <laughs> that's like so sad. It's <laughs> so sad for everyone involved. It's sad for everybody yeah. involved. It is. Yeah. It is. And it kind of goes along with the discussion of obviously that person's needs weren't completely being met. And so therefore there's this lack of communication of, hey, my needs aren't being met in this way instead of going out and trying to find someone else to fulfill that right. 10%. Right. Rather than just talking about it and communicating mm-hmm. about it. Right. Yeah, which I feel like is also sometimes hard to do. Oh, 110%. Yeah. You know, to it's tell somebody, hard. this is what I need and you're not doing it. And you're not it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not it. So I'm going to cheat. <laughs> Change or I'm no. cheating. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's see what's next. Oh, this is a big one with online affairs. And we were just talking about the apps and how it's almost too easy. Right. That a lot of times... There can be texting, video chatting. Now we have all the apps and then even Snapchat where things obviously go away. And it's just, if it's not even physical that people don't even meet up, mm-hmm. but also the emotional cheating, right? right? Like, Oh, I count that. Yeah. yeah totally. 110%. Yeah. yeah. Definitely count that as emotional cheating. Yeah. Or even physical cheating if they're like sexting or something like that. Yes. Totally. You know, that goes along with it. But um. I, that's so interesting because it brings up such a different point of like there's different layers of mm-hmm. of cheating and like yeah. what people consider. And the thing is, and I want to like make this super clear too, is that like like we're a very not non judgmental podcast, but like mm-hmm. everybody has their own like versions of what they think is acceptable. It's right. not everyone has their own relationship and like things are not black and white. Mm-hmm. Like and don't let anybody tell you that like this happened and you need to be done or you need to whatever. Right. Like right. things are so so gray in so many areas, especially yeah. with like the all the social media stuff these days and like mm-hmm. what's what's too far and what's what is like 
acceptable for you to be able to get over? Like, what am I going to yeah. be able to get over in this relationship versus like what I'm not? You yeah. know, and that's okay. It could be like the smallest thing, and you could be like, I'm done. I know I'm not right. going to get over this, and that's right. just not for me. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Everyone is totally different. Like, I feel like a lot of my guy friends will say that unless it's at like physically being acted on, it's not cheating. And I'll right. be over here like, no, I wouldn't be able to get over that. What you yeah. guys fucking do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you asshole, you pigs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pigs for real, yeah. totally. But it's totally. true. Like, but some girls could. Some girls probably think of it as the same thing. Ah, it's not that serious. And then, I mean, we're just yeah. talking about it in like a dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, Liana, you're married, but like now you're you're married. Yeah. And now you or you have children, and there's mm-hmm. so many other layers, layers. Right. You know, yeah. It makes mm. it so, so sad. It's like mm. if, I mean, if you can, like, get, if you can break up with someone you don't have, it's like you don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing I say to a lot of my clients that go through these conflicts and chaos within the relationships. It's like, you know you don't have to deal with this? Like, yeah. I'm just letting right. you know. So what is your, like, the first thing you'll say to, like, somebody who comes to you, a client of yours, like, that they're going through an infidelity? So I would encourage them, and this has happened where I would encourage the couple to go to therapy as for couples therapy, and I would encourage both partners to have their own couple, have their own individual therapist. Okay, be- not the same one. No, not okay. the same one. That would be a conflict of interest. Okay, because if let's say I know something about you and then i also know like like you told me oh yeah i actually did cheat her on her more than once and then you don't know that yeah now i'm stuck in this really awkward place yeah Yeah. so i would encourage everyone to go to their own therapy and i also give a disclaimer like hey this is going to be really hard like there's going to be a lot of ups and downs Mm -hmm. and there are going to be days that you hate that your partner and then there are going to be days that you're having a great day so it's almost like letting them know this is going to take a lot of work on both ends yeah yeah definitely which which infidelity do you think you see the most now or days actually recently there was a case with the online dating Mm -hmm. um there and then i also saw a lot of like the getting back with the exes, right? Like they're kind of lingering. I was talking yeah. about this in a podcast I recorded yesterday and it was like the lurking where they're oh. kind of like lurking in the background mm-hmm. and then they come in out of nowhere and it's almost like convenient. Um, so a lot of like the people that maybe they're already familiar with. Mm-hmm. Right. So people like their exes that they're cheating with yes. or they have like they cross the line in some kind of inappropriate way with. Right. Is that I guess because they're comfortable and they don't have to work? hard to get that because they're already an ex of theirs and they already have that rapport they already have that history and it's not like a lot of work it's comfortable to slip back into something like that yeah I think so because if you think about it and I've heard this with even friends where like if you check out a person's Instagram and you see oh they they have a partner they they're married I'm not gonna talk to this person right so no one's if they see that hopefully no one's gonna go in for that yeah where maybe the ex-partner is like eh whatever Exes be creeping. Yeah. Yeah. Exes oh, yeah. really be creeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. What do you think is the um, hardest to get over? What infidelity is the hardest to be like, okay, this is going to be a lot of work, but like. Yeah. I've heard the emotional side of it. I mean, I think all oh. sides of it is Not hard. even the physical. I mean, I think maybe for their own certain reasons, right? Like I feel like some people would say, well, if it's a one-time thing, it's a one-time thing. They don't even know each other. Who cares? Not right. who cares, but it's less of a painful experience. I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 If someone is like 
they have their own inside jokes with someone else and it's more emotional, that would totally hurt more for yeah. me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Cause like, let's, let's be honest. Megan Fox is a babe. She's coming up and she's whispering sweet nothings mm-hmm. in your ear and you're wasted. Like, could you totally blame a man for giving into that? Yes. But yes, right. but it would hurt right. less than it would. Also, I mean, guy wise, <laughs> they could, they could, you know, all they need is something with a hole and they're, mm-hmm. they yeah. could get off. You know, it's like, especially yes. like sexual, it's such a more emotional component for women. Yeah. We talk about yeah. that in one of our episodes recently. So like, yeah, that would suck the yeah. more emotional part of it. Cause that's like. And that's also the bond you have with your partner. I was right? going to say, yeah, that's something I have to like really give to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I your body to... sometimes is easier to give up, yeah. you know, yeah. than emotionally, mentally. Right. To really like get deep with someone and to you know share that kind of connection it's i have to ask yeah the grueling question of who cheats more men or women that you oh. deal with oh there's actually a fact about that uh, oh i need facts so, so the first thing is that affairs actually happen in one fourth to one third of committed relationships which oh. is like scary that's a lot i know oh <laughs> well, take a sip yeah. Wait, there's no alcohol in this <laughs> So there used to be a difference, and now we know that um, largely it's due to opportunities. So women are actually on track to initiate affairs as often as men. Wow. Yes, I know. (laughs) The women is more... The ladies are catching up. The ladies are catching up. (laughs) The ladies, yeah. So, like, the woman is more, like, who's in a relationship herself is more, like... The one yes. to initiate that. Yes. Oh, wow. Which I've heard. I was listening to a podcast where they were saying how there are so many women out there who, I mean, just like are doing things out on their husbands. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, where are they? I don't know that. You know what? That doesn't surprise me because I watch so many Lifetime movies and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always there. Bitches are crazy. Yeah. Bitches yes. Are crazy. Bitches are crazy. And I feel like, I mean, what do I really know? But I feel like women are harder to crack than men like i think that a woman could probably hide it better than a man Mm -hmm. could yeah so like i feel if you had an inkling about the guy that you were you know with whether you're married or just dating or whatever i feel like a woman could really do some hard research and or just like get him to crack under pressure whereas Mm -hmm. i don't know that a man would be like to crack a, a woman yeah and to, do, and to, to start have the enough affair. of an instinct and then to be, like, sharp enough. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. It's I feel like women are more sly, honestly. I, I was thinking the same thing. You know, like, I, I yeah. mean, I know I'm totally, like, stereotyping here, which I shouldn't <laughs> be doing, okay. but I'm just speaking off of, like, my mm-hmm. personal yeah. experience. Yeah. I feel like women could probably just get away with it better. Yeah, and I'm speaking from my Lifetime movies, and they are more conniving than women, and they start the affair, and they always have an agenda, too, Mm -hmm. and they're very, you know, skilled, if you will. Yeah, it's not that hard. I mean, how often do you hear stories that it's like, I just opened his phone and went to a text message? Like, Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever think that there is something you can't come back from? You know what? I find that a lot of times it has to do with a partner's the person who got cheated on. It has to do if that if that person has a long time history of can't trust people or inability to trust people or even trauma. And I've seen this. It that also takes that internal work for that person. But it's a matter of like, can that person be resilient enough to work on that individual stuff and work alongside their partner 
So again, it kind of goes back to the idea of how much work it actually takes. Yeah. Um, I think you can come back from anything. I just think yeah. you got to be really committed and also know when it's crossing a line, right? Like if we go back to one of those things where it was like the person lacks empathy, right? Like, right. I mean, if there are red flags and they're gaslighting you or saying mm-hmm. it's not a big deal or minimizing it, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on there? Right. You know, um, so always keeping those red flags in mind. Um that you want to see accountability, you want to see remorse, and you want to see someone trying to improve on the relationship. Yeah. I feel, too, like um, it's always the person who got cheated on that it's so much more work for them to to fix the relationship and to get over it, which is so not fair because it's like, you didn't cause it. Mm -hmm. I didn't do this. You did this. But now, like, the burden and the work is really on. There's only so much you can do in a day in day out basis but I am the one who really has to get over it and like I have to do all of the work to get over it and I didn't do this I didn't Mm -hmm. cause this you know it's always I feel like it's a shit under the stick like you get cheated on and then you have to you have to do all the work right do you feel because I I feel like this it relates to the topic that we're talking about but I feel like it just relates to forgiveness in general I feel like a lot of people like think forgiveness is like black and white like Mm. if you choose to forgive somebody for anything even if Sarah canceled on plans that we made uh-huh. and i'm pissed off about it yeah. but like i choose to forgive her like should i never bring it up again that that bothered me and like oh, because yeah. i chose to forgive her let's keep it moving or no if it pops into my mind one day and it affects whatever yeah when like, do you have like, to are stop you allowed, right yeah. like do you are you allowed to keep bringing it up or do you have to just leave the past in the past like what do you think works best? yeah no that's a good question so it's kind of twofold where on one end the partner who cheated has to know, like, that, like they're kind of in the doghouse, meaning, right. like, if the person is – if their partner is really upset one day and they're going to keep bringing this up, like, this is the healing process. But with that, if the partner, let's say, says, you know what, I'm not going to bring this up, I'm really I'm – I'm, I'm okay, like, I feel like we worked through a lot, and you bring it up, what's going on there? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, was it out of rage? Was it out of something that you're still holding on to? Yeah. Right? So it can lead into more clues of, like, something that might be going on for that person. But um, I think I, I think for a little bit, like, you can. I mean, it's part of that process mm-hmm. of, like, the two people working together um, for a long period of time. I would suggest with a couple's therapist to heal that um, damage that was done where it is right. going to be brought up but also why are you bringing it up I think mm-hmm. it goes into yeah. the motives or the yeah. intentions and then at some point it's not fair to the person who was the cheater mm-hmm. to keep getting beat down on and beat down on and beat right. down on you know if there's no progress right you know at some point like I said there's only so much that person can do it's really the other person that has to like get over it mm-hmm. yeah per se which sounds harsh but yeah. you know what I mean and like yeah. To keep bringing it up is to keep, you know, doing more harm at some point than good. But right. then at the same time, like, I also, it is healthy to talk about it. If I feel mm-hmm. a certain way, like, mm-hmm. should be able to say something, you know, to get it off my chest. But I guess, yeah, it's really like a, that's a hard one. That's a tricky right. one. Yeah. When do you have to really just let it go? Well, that's a, also a good point where it's like, if you're bringing it up and saying, I saw this thing today and it reminded me of it and I felt upset and I'm communicating with you about it. That's different. It's different than okay. being like, yo, you motherfucker. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. me. Like, you wake up in the middle of the night yes. and you go, fuck you yeah. for that. Yeah. I remember what you yeah. did. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I know some people like... who definitely like the purse, the cheater is like, you do everything that you possibly can. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where like, 
you can't be punished for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yes. You know, and then when does that become unhealthy? Right. You know. Exactly. Both people have to it's a lot about like finding a new relationship really. Like mm-hmm. that chapter of your relationship is over. And so we're both trying to almost create a whole new relationship, whether it be like yeah. new date night spots or oh. new oh, activities together. Like you are creating a whole new relationship with that person. That's so interesting. Yeah, that is. Getting out of your that, routine. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard that either. I like that idea. Yeah, That's just good. going to a different place, going to a different restaurant. Because you really are. It's a different relationship now. Yep. And I like that about chapters in your relationship. Because mm-hmm. I, I was telling you, I think on our first episode, like, yeah, like you love him and whatever. But then as life goes on, like, mm-hmm. you have a deeper love. Like, mm-hmm. now I see, like, my boyfriend with our puppy. And, like, it's such a deep birth. Seeing them together, my love is so different. Like, and it's deeper. And yeah. I feel like that's really, like, there's chapters. There's yeah. chapters in your in your relationship and that one is now closed mm-hmm. and you have to move on and then that's such a such a good piece of advice to like go and do different things different activities yeah. different restaurants even mm-hmm. I like that I do like nice. that. that's a good one yeah, it wasn't from me you, if, I feel like you guys your guys listeners will like Esther Perel I don't know if you guys know her no she is amazing she um, studies relationships and infidelity and she has books and resources and podcasts um, which is a lot of articles on infidelity. Okay. So I would definitely suggest if people were interested. And in I that. feel like you could use that even like not if there's any cheating involved, but right. just like to throw, do yeah, something different and just things. spark right. things up and to be like, all right, let's enter like a, let's do some different yeah. things. Let's start to do new things. Well, I don't know why this, because obviously I'm in a new, newer relationship. So uh-huh. I don't know why it's coming up on my Discover page a lot lately, but <laughs> and we don't live together, so it really doesn't apply to <laughs> okay. us. But, like, the roommate stage of a relationship, like, videos keep coming up about that. Do you know what that is? No, what's the roommate stage? It's, like, when people, like, have been together for a while and they become what feels like just roommates. Yes. Right. And I'm, like, okay, obviously that's not where I'm at, so why is this coming up? It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. relevant for me. Like, Nick's going to be, like, what is that? What, what, are you, what were you trying <laughs> yeah. to say? But yeah. um, I feel like that would be something, like, good for someone in a roommate stage. I 100% agree. Definitely. It's like sad to think about that you come home and it's just another like walk past each other, go to your room, do what you want to do for the night. Sometimes that's nice though. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) But not when it becomes like you don't want to Yeah. That sucks. If there's no spark there and you're, yeah, then then totally. But that sometimes it definitely is nice to just like, I don't have to entertain you. Like I'm going to come home and I just want to lay in bed and read. Yeah. And I want to just like relax and chill or I just want to lay in bed and scroll on my phone. And Mm -hmm. like you're over there and I know you're over there. Like, that's don't great that you're me. over there. <laughs> Stay yeah. over there. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Personal space is definitely. We value that. We, oh, we really value your personal space. <laughs> Nick's busy tonight. Oh, shucks. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. No, you know what? I'll see you later. Yeah. What did you say to me the other day? That he was like, I don't know, hitting me with a, what time he was going to be over and, blah, and this and that. And I was like, you know, we'll just, I'll see you for dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll see you after dinner. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's That's fine. Amazing. We'll just, we don't have to do like all, run all these errands together. I'll just see you tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling shitty. You don't want to be around me right now anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I feel like we should dive into like do's and don'ts. I Because I think that this is like, um, this is something that like my friends and I like, I won't even name them, have talked, like, talk about a lot. Like, for instance, going through someone's phone. Okay. What What is your take Liana? on that? I, my husband's going to laugh at me. I look at his <laughs> phone, but I'm genuinely curious because his conversations are ridiculous. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they're about, like, you know, like, fucking Pokemon and shit. But, like, yeah. 
I don't think that's a great idea. No. I think it violates trust. Um, I think that why are you looking at their phone? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what's the intention? And you know, it's something I've been seeing a lot with younger clients. It's newer, obviously, with like having each other's location. I have Chris's location, but, but like, I'm so happy. You just, <laughs> I, that was my next one. So okay. Like, okay. Right, right. Yeah. But because I've seen what it turns into, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, it turns into um, if let's say we recognize this relationship isn't healthy, and then the person says, "But like, how do I just undo the location? Like, he's gonna know." Mm-hmm. right and i'm like right of course he's gonna know yeah. but like who cares um yeah the looking through each other's phone a lot of it is the why and where's that coming up like meaning if you trust him or her and they didn't do anything to break your trust but then what's going on within you that you need that for validation and security right or control right mm-hmm. the why the mm-hmm. why is very important yes well we were talking about location sharing the other day and my feeling on it is that I just don't think it ever leads anywhere, anywhere good. Mm-hmm. Because people, it because it's like, if you don't have something in front of you, you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. But when you have it, yes, you just because you have it, you're going to check it. Mm-hmm. Even though you may say like, oh, I know where they are all the time and there's no secrets and whatever. And you may have a really trusting relationship and there are no secrets and you do know everything but just because you have the location accessible to you you will look at it and that just creates a an insecurity relationship wise that wasn't there before and you're creating it now in your relationship when it doesn't need to be there you know because you're going to check in on it because you're going to look for it and then and I know you you get petty (laughs) and if you decide to be feisty one night and go I'm I'm turning off my location. Then what does that do going well, forward to no, your relationship? No, I'll give you that one, but I'm going to co- circle back to what you just said prior. I ha- My boyfriend and I share our locations mm-hmm. with each other, and I genuinely do forget about it because mm-hmm. I don't think to check it mostly because I know exactly his schedule does not change. It's Sunday to the next Monday, it's just the same thing. Like Monday through Friday, he's at the office. Mm-hmm. Whole weekend, we're usually together. together. Right. Yeah, and if we're not, I know exactly where he is mm-hmm. and when I will see him. But the only time, like I, so I genuinely forget that I have it because I'm like, I don't need to check it. I do know exactly where he is all the time. But if the only time I will check it is if like, I know he's coming over. He was like running to a store first or whatever, picking up our food. And I'm like, I'm starving. Usually it's literally food related. Yes. Is he on his way here so yet? So you and look I'll at ch- him like your Uber Eats driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How close is he to my yeah, only yeah. time my house with my food. I ever check it. Yesterday right. he was bringing me over chicken noodle soup from Uncle Giuseppe's, my favorite. So right. I'm like, is he almost here? Right, and I right. checked it. But no, that's I get, I totally the get only that. time. I, in the past with other people, mm-hmm. oh, I would have been, mm-hmm. I would have never had it because they would have, yeah. never wanted me to know where they were yeah but no I mean now it's just like it's honestly a convenience thing it's like yeah. but when he has to pick me up if I have to pick him up yeah. from somewhere we're at like mm-hmm. it's really more of that um yeah. I just know sometimes there are like like I, I had gotten my boyfriend this like painting of himself once this is a long story I'm not gonna get into it but this painting <laughs> like, of himself yeah I had to go get it framed and this was like kind of during like COVID times or whatever and I had to go like into this like, deep in, like, Hempstead or something like that. It was, like, a weird location, but it was the only frame shop that was, like, open. Oh, yeah. Things like that, if I'm, like, trying right. to surprise you or, like, do something for you or, like, 
be sneaky because it's in a genuinely in a good way for right. a good purpose. If you have my location and you check it, mm-hmm. and now I'm le- now you're gonna blow the surprise. If anything, yeah, it's like yeah. you're not gonna trust me, but you're gonna ruin the surprise for yourself. That's fair. But yeah. I guess if you're in a, and you don't if you don't check it and you really just have it because of those specific things yeah. to like you know, if you know pick somebody up or we're letting the dog out. I, sometimes like I want to know did he get to my house or vice versa. Like did she is she letting yeah. Zeus out right now? Yeah, you check it for like that. But otherwise, yeah, yeah. I I just feel like. Um, Sarah's not a fan. I'm not it's a fan not of, a fan of, of I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan of it. I just think, I like I said, you. it it breeds just an insecurity that maybe wasn't there before. And then, like when you do check in, and like people, you know, sometimes yeah, he's going to get your soup, but like maybe he's making a stop somewhere else first, or he's doing something else. So now you're checking. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, where is he? Yeah. And what is he doing? And why are you over there? You said you were. Where's my yeah. soup? Damn it! Oh, he knows like, better. Straight there with the soup. Yeah. I guess it's really just couple dependent. Yeah. Um, like I, my boyfriend and I could absolutely share it and it not cause or mm-hmm. any kind of problems. We just don't. But he also is a droid person. I'm an iPhone person, so oh. that's not like. A, yeah. I don't know that it's that easy to share locations oh, between the, those two. Like it's not as easy as it is iPhone wise. Yeah. It's so like simple to do, but it's just not, not yeah. something we've never done. And I've just heard some horror stories yeah. about couples yes. who start to share their locations. And then everything just goes to shit because yeah. they're like. Well, then it also makes me question what was that relationship foundation built on? You right. know what so I mean? It's couple like, dependent. It is yeah. right. Like if you're a petty relationship to begin with, location might not work out. But I use it for the same reason where I'm like, yeah. how much time before he comes home, and how much time do I have alone yeah. before he comes home? <laughs> before he shows yeah. up. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Totally. Totally fair. That is. But um, going back to your. Why? Because mm-hmm. I have a relationship question about my relationship. And what you said about the why is is part of it. So we don't fight really ever. We fight like a normal couple mm-hmm. as much as a normal couple fights. But our issue when we fight is the way that we fight. So like I'm a person who wants to know the why. So I like to take a couple days or take like a minute to like process things mm-hmm. and find because I know that most of the time what I'm actually angry at like the initial thing isn't really mm-hmm. what I'm the underlying issue is and I like to find out my why why did that trigger me mm-hmm. why did that set me off and I like to find out that first so that when we come together we can have more of a productive conversation mm-hmm. he likes to sort it out right away he does not like when we're not in a good place mm-hmm. he likes to to talk about it right away so how do we bridge that gap of me being yeah. able to take my time and for him to be able to, understandably, you know, he doesn't want to be in a fight, you know? Right. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Right. Especially because you live together. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's the worst. Yeah. You have to walk I mean, around. I'm also a Scorpio, so I thrive on the uncomfortableness. <laughs> and I like to I like to sit and fester <laughs> in it. So do I. I like go to the room and I'm just uh-huh. like, I'm not talking to yeah. him. I like to be angry. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like most of the time men, again, like so heteronormative but like men do like to get to the solution quicker than women do women we like definitely like to process and reflect but it makes me question what was his i'm getting like deep what was his life growing up in regards to conflict um resolution because a lot of times if let's say he comes from a family that it was very like let's talk it out right here let's talk about you know what's going on what's with you like whatever it is. And let's say for you and your family, maybe it was something more or less like everyone had space. Everyone took some time apart. And then maybe at a later time came to one another and said, okay, let's, let's talk about it. Right. So then we have two partners that come together from these two different 
backgrounds and it's like, okay, how do we now mold them together? Um, I'm curious about how long does it take for you to process and reflect? <laughs> too long. <laughs> Karen would be listening like yeah. way too long. <laughs> be like, yeah. yeah, way too long. It's like we're I still mean, going on one. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it depends on what it is, but I, I don't, I, I take a little bit of time. I take like maybe a couple days, but in my defense, our schedules are also kind of all over the place and different. So like for me, I'll go to work all day. Yeah. It's an all-day shift, though. So, like, mm-hmm. I leave at 10 or whatever, and I come back at, you know, 9-something, and he comes back from work at 11, 12, and I'm already asleep. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can let it go on for days because I don't have to really see him. Yeah. But yeah. just the uncomfortableness in the air definitely bothers him. And, right. And, like, what he wants to. I could definitely – I could take shorter amounts of time. Okay. I can say that I can do that. Okay. I take maybe too much time. Okay. And again, like that, you know, that whole cliche of like, don't go to bed angry. Yeah. That I think is all BS. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. That a lot of people have been saying that lately. And I do agree with it because it's like, we need that time, a Mm -hmm. lot of us. So I like what you said about let's come together and find a compromise where maybe it's Mm -hmm. not immediate because we want to have the time to process and reflect, but maybe I'm not spending days and days and we're both going through work. So instead of two days or I don't know how many, two days, maybe it's a day and you're also allowed that time to reflect afterwards Mm -hmm. so if let's say you share with him hey you know what i'm saying what comes to mind now but i feel like i'm gonna still think about this and kind of reflect for my own self so if i bring it up again it's not that i'm initiating the conflict i'm just recognizing more about the conflict and myself that i want to share okay so that's that's a good point Mm -hmm. so then you could realistically be like all right I love you. I don't want to fight with you. Let's go about our day. But I am going to take some time. And I don't want to talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, we will get back to it. But, mm-hmm. yes, like, go have a good day. We are okay. You and I are good. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Have, we'll like, a revisit. time frame. We'll revisit that. Right. So he could go about his day and feel like, okay, like, we're good. And not wonder, like, what I'm thinking or possibly right. doing because I'm nuts. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what I mean? But, like, he could be like, okay, we're good. And I could be like, right, but I am going to still take my time. And then we could meet somewhere in the middle. Okay. Maybe I'll try that. And I would set a day, like a day on it where it's like tonight after dinner or tonight before we go to bed or tomorrow during the day so that we both know when we're going to come back and we're, you know, it's easy to let things go. So so having that deadline. Right. Okay. That was good. Thanks. I like that, I too. Like that, yeah. yeah. He's going to like that, too. Because <laughs> he's going to yes. be like, see, I got one. <laughs> yeah. I got one. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We're okay, but. We're okay. But give me a I sec. love you. Go, but yeah. also don't fucking talk to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also leave me alone for 24 hours. Leave me alone. Yeah. So what do you think about the whole, because um, we were talking about oh, this yeah. before we went on. Do you know what I'm going to say? Adam Levine. The Adam Levine stuff going on. Because we had scheduled this podcast before, I think, you to come on before all this happened. And then I was saying yeah. to Natalie before we went on, like, it's everyone is talking about mm-hmm. it now. And I feel like it opens up so many doors to, like, what's cheating, what's not, what, that you know, is these cheating. girls. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, yeah. What are your thoughts on that whole debacle? Oh, it's crazy. Um, oh, my God. It's cheating. I mean, I would deem yes. it as cheating. Yeah. And, I mean, it's obvious that it's happening to more than one girl mm-hmm. and person. Right. 
And I don't know. I didn't really see if she made a – like, the wife made a statement. I don't think – I think she was – was she pregnant when all this came out? Yeah, she's, yes. like, very pregnant. She's still, she still is pregnant. She hasn't had the baby yet. She's no. still very pregnant. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, that's a tough situation to be in for her, I could yeah. imagine. You have, like, these kids and this life. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, that's 100% cheating. And I think his apolo- apology was a little – I don't know, very passive, like, yeah. oh, we're going to get you through, through this together. together. Like, bro, right. like, this is for you to get through. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw someone write that, and I was like, yeah. and it goes hand in hand with what you were saying. Like, yeah, it sucks because it should be his issue to fucking deal with. But, right. like, of course, now she needs to work on healing so much, <sighs> too. So it's like, yeah, ugh. Yeah, totally. And that sucks, too, because you think of, be, like, being pregnant supposed to be, like, such a right. vulnerable... It's a vulnerable time already yeah. in your life, and then to have that happen. I do also think, though, and this is not me defending him in any kind of a way, but I think it's very shitty how it all comes out, and I don't love the whole, like, you know, like, yes, this happened to you, and, like, yes, you had an affair with him or whatever, but, like, don't tell me, like, you didn't know. Like, you knew mm, he was married, right. and then if yeah. this is really something happening, like, talk to his wife. Find yeah. a way to get in touch with his wife and talk to her about it, but to just go on social media and blast it to the world, like, mm-hmm, you're causing right. more damage to his wife than you've already done. Yeah. And I just don't didn't think it needed so necessary to everyone's clout chasing and stuff oh, like that. But, like, for sure. it just didn't need to go down that way. No, I agree. Totally. It's like, yeah. imagine being just so embarrassed in front of everyone. <sighs> so embarrassed. While you're pregnant. And while oh, you're pregnant. It's like... Terrible. Oh, God. Yeah. And you know what really irked me was, like, how in his messages you could tell he, like, had definitely a form of, like, I don't know, he didn't care. Like, he didn't, he wasn't even trying to be sly. Yeah, Yeah, he was so, like, blunt with everything. So blunt. Um, Let's talk about another um, infamous serial cheater. I think I probably know. Tristan Thompson. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes. I'm so Ugh. glad you guys brought it I up. I mean, honestly, though, I hate what I'm about to say, but I have to just say it. How many fucking chances yeah. are you going to give the guy mm-hmm. to just prove to you time after time mm-hmm. that he's just a piece of shit and leave him there? Yeah. And you look freaking better than ever. Not that that matters, yeah. but seriously, move on. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, What are your thoughts on that whole Liana? I mean, yeah, I completely agree. Like, who's surprised in this? No mm-hmm. one. Um, and I think it comes from her own place of, like, insecurity. Like, mm-hmm. deep-rooted insecurity. Because she chooses these men that yeah. probably raise a lot of red flags. And it kind of makes me question of, like, I mean, we know, I think, I read a lot about, like, her own past with, like, being body shamed and then, mm-hmm. like, her dad passing, right? So, like, all these things in her life and then Lamar, right? So I think it's just, like, it was bound to happen. Like, she chooses these partners that she thinks she deserves. Okay. Um, right. And I hope it stays that she just doesn't yeah. see him anymore. You sometimes don't realize you're even doing that, though, right? When no. you choose people who you think that you deserve, Oh, when no, you, you really, definitely yeah. don't realize that. I think it takes – I remember when I went to therapy at one point and he said to me, well, you're saying why are all these – why am I attracting all these guys who are assholes? But, like, the way you feel about yourself is being projected onto the guys that you're choosing. Uh. So if, like, like for Chloe, for instance, if she's not feeling so great about herself inside, she's probably not going to say, oh, Tristan, I don't – I deserve better. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And that's another one too with the whole pregnancy thing. Oh, like, no. 
Especially like with your first one too, like like when I envision myself as a pregnant lady, I envision like a really stylish, fun, glowing, happy pregnant lady. Yeah. And then to have that like thrown on you like mm. that has has to be so like heartbreaking in ways that go just even beyond yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she said it best and she said like this is supposed to be such like a joyous time mm-hmm. and But when is enough enough? Right. Right. When is it like I don't know when is when does it go from being like I'm gonna be strong for myself and my family and keep the family together and work through it to like saying you have to cut the cord like when when does that happen when it like starts to really affect yourself and your mental health yeah and I think like you know when people say oh we we're staying together for the kids like yeah. staying together is gonna damage the right. kids right right yeah. so like if if it's taking more like a, a toll of an emotional on your emotional health to stay with this person, it's it's not worth it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I think think Chloe like fought enough right. and like right. the fight is over. And I think right. you gotta know that you deserve to walk away. The yeah. fight is over. The fight is over. That's a good way to put it. The fight is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna ask you as we wrap it up, give me like Initial red flags that you should take a mental note of when you start to see somebody. Oh, this is good. Um, (laughs) I have a friend going through a divorce, a recent divorce. Oh, wow. Okay. So big one is love bombing, meaning like they're very, yeah, yeah, you guys know, like very intense and it's different from like someone being interested in you and just whatever. Um, Like if you get a little like, ooh, this is a little strong, like- Pay attention to that. Red flag. Red flag. Um, If they aren't listening to you and validating your feelings, right? If you're sharing how you feel, and I feel like that can be the biggest test of a person in a relationship. If you say, hey, I felt blank when you did blank or when that happened. If you get a response like, well, you shouldn't feel that way or you got it all wrong or like even if that person didn't mean it like that. Mm -hmm. We can still understand why I might have felt that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would say any form of that where they're not validating your feelings. Um, And I would also say if they, I don't know, like I feel like there can be a whole thing when it comes to like chivalry. But like if let's say they're picking you up starting out or they're treating you really great in the beginning and then you see like a a decline and like not the normal decline where no regular life happens but like they're maybe not even like treating you that great or they're kind of putting you down that's a red flag um and i would say also if you feel a sense of control or they're pulling you away from your friends or family or putting oh. your friends and family down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another big red flag. They're trying to isolate you. Yes. And then that's like, you could get seriously brainwashed mm-hmm. when you don't have anybody around you to bounce yeah. off of. Yeah. And, and that's just... their point. That's what they want. Right. But as long as you don't have anybody, then you can't do anything. Right. Yeah. Right. And if you find yourself questioning your own sanity. Uh-huh. Right. If you're like, wait, like maybe he didn't mean it in that way or like you're justifying their behavior. It's like mm, your gut is telling you something. Yeah. Pay attention to it. Huh. All right. All right. That was good. A lot of my single friends are going to love this. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. This is a good one. This was a good one. We like to end our episodes, though, with our wets and our dries. What's making us wet this week? What's making us dry this week? Natalie, do you have anything off the top of your head? Um... 
Yeah. I will say definitely what made me dry this week is that I was fighting this terrible cold that I know mm. a lot of people haven't been feeling well. So right. I, I've been upping my elderberry and vitamin C doses every mm-hmm. day. So that sucked. Um, I feel like making me wet. Two of my We have um, close friends of ours getting married this weekend, so I'm excited about that. Oh, fun. Um, Nick was also not feeling great this weekend, so we had like a nice lazy weekend in and it's just been like a very like love filled time oh good for you yeah I so love that's that for you. yeah so it's been a nice like even though I said to him this morning like just thinking about this weekend like we had so much so much fun and we were stuck inside so it was like just alone yeah, yeah just fun you know it was just like a cutesy weekend that's good so yeah that's it nothing crazy all but... right Liana anything making you wet or dry this week yes so I would say as much as I love fall I do love it I feel like right now it's cold and annoying so that's making me dry i would agree with that 100% (laughs) and what's making me wet is probably i feel really good i went to italy for two weeks and i feel really good coming back oh good like genuinely ready and i was saying that to my clients and they're like really i'm like yeah i'm not like just telling you that like i actually feel very good so i haven't felt like that for a long time like rejuvenated focused recharged yes like yeah. ready to do every, like the thing, you know? That's how you need to come yeah. back from a vacation. Because it's so easy to get like the vacation like blues, blues yes. when you come home. But if you go come home feeling like ready, I feel like that says about a lot about your life. That mm-hmm. like you're coming home to a life that you've created and really love and yeah. are like mm-hmm. excited to come home to. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I love that. That's great. Well, what's making yeah. me wet this week? I think first was the response we got for, from our, our first episode by the time this airs. Our first one had will be had been just aired. And the response I think we got from it, it seemed like people were really excited about it. And yeah. uh, we were, were excited to be back. So, yes. and of course, now having our first guest on, we missed the guest episodes. Yeah. They're always so different and so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are back. So oh, yes. that's definitely making me wet mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this yeah. week for sure. And then dry, I would have to agree with you, Liana, the weather. I do love some fall weather, and I'm mm-hmm. excited for the sweaters and stuff like that. But this, especially this rain and this, yeah. it's just not dreary. Not the vibe. Not doing it for me. No. It's cold as I'm in yeah. shorts. <laughs> as, yeah, as you're in shorts. I was sweating shorts. when I was getting ready. My house is very hot. My house still okay. feels like August. Oh, uh, no, does but, it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Liana, thank you so much yes, for joining thank us. Thank you guys for having so me. Please come back. So this fun. was so much fun. Of course. Yes. I could have really used your help last season. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You really could have. Oh, all right. But we'll keep her number yeah. on speed yeah, just yeah. in case. Hit me up. Yes. Well, thank you again. Yes, and we will thank you. We'll see, see you, you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>